Hello. Hello. We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. I'm dragging ass today for some reason. No. Uh, Be back on your period again so you can be. Oh, God. I have so much to say then. Yes. There's a little fire under your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. No, I'm just kidding. So, what's been going on? Um... I don't really have – oh, actually, may, should I do a little plug here for myself? Yes. I've been doing resin stuff. Like I've been making like ashtrays and keychains and shit. Super cute. Yeah, and I'm going to do some for the podcast. So I have a little bit of merch, just a tiny Ooh. bit. Oh, nobody get super excited. I know that y'all are just going to be lining up to buy all that shit, but – Hopefully. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I've been doing that. That's awesome. Resin pouring looks like so much fun. It is until you have to like get the precise shit down. If it doesn't do what you want it to do, then that's really annoying. But other than that, it is really fun. Awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. That's exciting. You definitely already have my name on your list of things. I do. Yes, I do. Exciting. Cool. So other than that. Um, I have a fun fact for you today. Yes. Tell it to me. Did you know that the original word for bear has been lost? Our ancient ancestors were so afraid of that word or of the bear that they thought just saying the animal's name would summon it. So they called it bear, meaning the brown one, to avoid saying its actual name. So the original word was never recorded, so it remains a mystery. I'm not – I tried to, like, look up to see, like, how real that is, but I don't remember what my research led me to because I was, like, half asleep. That freaks me out a little bit, not knowing something that should have been right? part of our, voca- our vocabulary. I mean, but if you think about it, oh, well, I'm stupid. Everything came from Latin. What am I saying? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, what if everything, everything was just thing. different? Like, what if blue was red and yellow was blue? Don't make my brain explode. See, that just freaks me out for some reason. <laughs> not what you, what you thought. I do that with, like, language. Like... When I can't think of the word in English, I know it in Spanish, but I can't think of it in English. And I'm like, how did that even, like, what the fuck is even happening? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it, like, trips me out. Like, how did they even come up with this word to begin with? That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's not Latin-based... Who just decides what means what? Yeah, like you just jumbled sounds together and that's a good one for it. How'd you say it again? I feel that way about math a lot. Like who came up with this and why does it have to be that? Yes. It's everything, I guess. Oh my God, my brain is about to explode. It's it's scary because it's like what if the number five was written five but there was only three items be the five like what if five was three and three was five yeah i mean it could be that isn't that weird yeah it's stuff like that like how you coordinate names with what they are whatever i think there's a question like in school that's like why is the sky blue or some shit that me i don't know maybe that's poetic i don't know it freaks me out yeah Uh, so what do you think the word is (laughs) um for bear, if bear wasn't called bear, whatever means vicious one or something in their language. I bet something it's like something. Ferocious. I don't. I wonder if it's like something stupid. I mean, or maybe it was that. That's why they just did away with the word. Yeah, I mean, bear isn't that isn't that great either. But still, when I mean, no. Like, why is a tiger called a tiger? Yeah. I'm, I gotta go. It's it's Monday and. (laughs) Was it too hard for you? I'm sorry. I just, my brain exploding. (laughs) 
I've just been giving myself anxiety watching movies that give me anxiety and I think it's to escape from having anxiety in real life and I think it's working it's like it's projecting towards something else that's not real instead of me freaking out over day-to-day stuff but uh, I saw The Machinist yesterday uh, with Christian Bale where he's like super super skinny and holy shit that movie was good I haven't seen it but I know which one you're talking about pretty good and before that I saw a movie called Knock Knock with Keanu Reeves absolutely not have you seen it? Uh, Jeremy put it on, but I refused. I walked out. Did you out. lose it? What part did you walk out I just on? walked out when he first began it. I was like, is this scary? And he's like, I think so. And I walked out. It wasn't scary, but it was anxiety inducing for sure. Oh, my yeah. God. Let me see. We. What? I heard a noise earlier, and I thought it was Jeremy and Emma coming back in the house, but they're not back yet. So I don't know what that was, and I'm not going to think about it. Have you seen Knives Out yet? Yes, and I fucking love that movie. It was so cool, right? Oh my gosh, really all the characters good. were so so good. But uh, the one who played the housekeeper, or the one that uh, was closest to the old guy, mm-hmm. the, the Brazilian girl, she was one of the girls that Keanu Reeves led into his house, and it was um, weird seeing her play a different kind of character that was more like um, confident and like. She was seducing him and stuff, but oh my god, it was so cringe because it's it was so accurate. I'm so sorry, guys, but it's so accurate. And being a young woman, we can you know try to see what I'm saying here. But um, when you see like an older guy trying to be cool because like he wants to ask for your number or whatever, like that's what it was. See, Keanu, like that was it broke my heart, dude. It was making me squirm in my seat, dude. Like. You have no idea, but you should watch me for that because it's not that bad. It wasn't like it wasn't as violent as I thought it was going to be when I saw that Eli Roth's name was on there. I was like, okay, this is about to be really fucked up. They introduce a French bulldog at the beginning, and I'm like, this is going to be horrible. But it actually wasn't. It was entertaining, and uh, there was supposed to be some kind of lesson in it, like hard candy, apparently, because they were pushing this pedophile agenda when they got there. Oh, God. And started fucking up his whole life. But, um, yeah, if I were you, I would see it. But just to see what I'm talking about, because it was so cringy. I was like, uh, who did this? Because it's so accurate. <laughs> it's like they took a survey of, like, a bunch of young women. Like, okay, what do guys do when they're trying to impress you? And then they just put that down, and that's what happened. But Keanu is so cool, so it was like it sucked that they had him do all that. Ew, that's gonna be a weird ass <sighs> fucking scene. It was worth so. Um, I watched it. You'll, I think you'll know the moment I'm talking about specifically. Oh, but Lord. if you watch it, let me know, and then we'll compare. So it's no. not scary though. Um, no, it's just like what the fuck, what the fuck, don't do that. Like, okay. don't. Yeah. As long as it's not scary, because I need to be sleeping. Yeah, that's that's the truth. I have been watching a lot of scary stuff, but we were doing that. The- oh my god, you just reminded me. The Messengers is on HBO Max. It was on um, Amazon Prime, and I started watching it the other night. I didn't oh, realize. Oh, maybe it's. I didn't realize how scary it is. Like, maybe it is Amazon Prime. It. Whoopsie. <laughs> Still, yeah, regardless, I started watching it and I was like, I had to turn it off because Francis was going to start jumping at the TV and stuff with how often there's like sporadic movement from those weird like spirits. Yeah, dude, I want to see it, but I have to watch scary movies on the weekends because I literally won't sleep. Won't sleep. You just stay thinking about it or what? Well, not even that. Like I sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night. So if I wake up in the middle of the night my brain or if I hear something, I will wake up and I'm like, oh, it's just a noise. And then my brain's like, oh, but what if it's something else? And then I remember whatever fucking scary movie I watched and then I'm wide awake for hours. Like last fucking night, I haven't even watched a scary movie in a long time or in at least a couple of days. And Mm -hmm. I heard three knocks at my window last night. And the first thing I fucking thought of was that goddamn video that you sent me, uh, the TikTok where that girl's like, I stopped getting up to look for what was the knocks that I heard whenever they saw that fucking ring video, the, yeah, the ring video. And it was like some dude just standing at the doorbell, just staring at the camera. Oh, no, I don't remember that, but mm. 
Um, yeah. So I heard three knocks and at first I was like, oh, it's just a, like a random ass noise. Like it's a ceiling fan or some shit. And then I was like, my eyes like shot open and I was like, that was from the window. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And I like looked around my room and I, <laughs> now that I fucking remember, mm-hmm. I fucking have these three death moths like plastered to my wall above my bathroom door, which is directly in front of my bed like if i look up from when i'm laying down i can see them so last night after Mm -hmm. i think it was after i heard or right before i heard that noise i had woken up a little bit and i look like i literally will wake up and i'll look around the room i'm like all is well and then i go back to sleep oh my god you don't want to look at the window yeah so i'm like whatever well i get up or i sit up a little bit and I look at those death moths and they're black and yellow and beige. So mm-hmm. I looked at them and they were like tinted red. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, what is happening? And of course my brain like did some weird shit. Like it concocted some weird explanation of why that was happening. And I went back to sleep. <laughs> so when no. I woke up again to that knocking, I looked at the moths again and I was like, wait, those they look different like they're in a different position and i was like where the fuck am i and it was just really weird oh my gosh weird shit happens to me when i'm sleeping like it's not good so that's why i can only watch scary movies in the weekends interesting hmm yeah it's a whole fucking thing speaking of movies you saw the mummy recently no (laughs) oh my god i'm so glad that you remembered because i completely fucking forgot (laughs) Again, you were like, I forgot to bring that up the first time. Yeah, and I forgot again. Okay, so I watched The Mummy, the one with Brendan Fraser. And at the beginning of that movie, they say – hold on, let me bring up that synopsis real quick. Because I was also looking at the IMDb the other day, and I was like, wait a minute, that's not the same name. So I don't – I was like, maybe I didn't hear it right, and I was just tripping. (laughs) Um, let's see here. I literally forgot. I can't. I'm so glad that you remembered. <laughs> Which is amazing because usually, yeah, that's weird. Usually, you forget a bunch of shit. True. Oh, now I see. It was wrong. Okay. Okay. Well, it was pretty fucking close. But okay. So in the mummy, mm-hmm. um, the high priest. What the fuck's his name? Imhotep or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. He has a love affair with the mistress of Pharaoh Seti the first, and uh, Imhotep fucking kills the Pharaoh. Um, oh no no no. Okay yeah, so Imhotep and the the mistress they kill the Pharaoh Seti the first, um, and then the whole fucking movie starts, whatever. Like he fucking uh curses. The, the mistress kills herself and uh only because she thinks that Imhotep's supposed to resurrect her because he's the high priest, you know? So um that's whenever all of this shit happens and like it uh <laughs> hold on, I'm fucking trying to read what's going on and talk at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, and she's trying to do all her shit over there, and I'm like, God damn it. Um, Okay, so, yeah, so she dies, and uh, Imhotep, like, gets fucking stopped, and he's, like, I think he gets killed too, right? Like he, they do all this shit to him, and they like seal him away. I have not re. I need to rewatch because I do not remember a single thing. I was like flipping my shit when I was watching that beginning part, and I was texting you, so I wasn't really paying full attention either. That's why mm-hmm. I confused the shit a little bit. But um, so they kill him, and they like seal him, or I don't even think they kill him. They just seal him in that um sarcophagus, and uh, they like swear they like do all this shit where he's not gonna return and that's where the curse is and blah 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 the shit Mm -hmm. so i was freaking out because this story that i'm about to tell you for today's episode is close to that (laughs) 
It's not exactly that, but it kind of has to do with that. Cool. Okay. So today I'm talking about son of a bitch. Where are you going? She wants to go out there, but hello, I'm right here. There we go. Come lay down. Come on. She thought I was outside for some reason. What the fuck? Stop it. There's mm. doppelgangers all in your house today. Stop it. <laughs> she literally, we are in an enclosed room. I haven't opened the door. What is wrong with you? She said, Was that yesterday? <laughs> when oh, she just, went outside. Yeah, she's like, I just turned around and <laughs> Do you have those I? thoughts too? And you're like, wait, was that yesterday? Yeah, I have those all the time. It's not good, Great. Abby. Here we I go. Know. She's like, here we are. We're back to normal. Like there are the stairs. <laughs> She's like, oh, there are the stairs to my bed. Here we go. Dude, how did people freaking operate whenever they used to be on Valium 24-7? Dude, I don't know how people did anything like when they were on You know, any- like on American Psycho, that lady, one of his, the women he's sleeping with? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She was just drugged all the time. Like, yeah, I don't oh. understand. I like people that take um, Ambien either. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, I don't know how they so, function. Okay, yes, we're good enough. Okay, so <clears throat> sorry. You're fine. So today's episode, I am talking about. Well, I guess I'll say her original name, uh, Dorothy Louise Edie, and she was born on January sixteenth, nineteen o four, in London, to um, Irish lower middle class uh parents and uh they were very religious and they like took her to school and like the what is the religious classes and shit and she went to church every sunday and everything um but at the age of three she fell down a flight of stairs and was found unconscious and a doctor pronounced her dead So an hour later, they ended up finding her playing on her bed, showing no signs of injury, which was weird. And everyone was like freaking out. Um, And shortly after this, she began to have reoccurring dreams in which she saw a huge building with columns and a garden filled with fruits and flowers. Often her mother would find her weeping. And when she'd ask why, she would say, I want to go home refusing to accept that she was already home. And she also developed foreign accent syndrome. Mm. And she's three. Like. Whoa. Yeah. I w- it would have been really fucking weird. I would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, for real. Um, <clears throat> And I guess eventually that went away, though. So because when I watched a documentary with her in it and she had a British accent, so. Yeah. Um, And as a young girl, Dorothy displayed behavior suggesting an obsession with ancient Egypt. During a visit to the Egyptian galleries at the British Museum, she ran through through the displays, kissing the feet of the statues, saying, these are my people, and was unwilling to leave. She constantly demanded that a chapter on ancient Egypt in a child's encyclopedia be reread to her. Um, this caused conflict in her early life. Her Sunday school teacher requested that her parents keep her away from class because she had compared Christianity with heathen ancient Egyptian religion. Of course. She was expelled from her all-girls school after she refused to sing a hymn that called on God to curse the dark Egyptians. (gasps) Yeah, I didn't know that there was any like uh catholic or christian hymns that talked about egyptians specifically but i guess so uh, yeah uh, they sound like the prince of egypt oh i guess that does make sense never mind scratch <laughs> that <laughs> um actually yeah and i didn't really pay attention so don't listen to me at all uh <laughs> Her regular visits to Catholic Mass, which she liked because it reminded her of the old religion, were terminated after an interrogation and visit to her parents by a priest. Wow. Yeah. 
At six, having learned to read English, she stated that hieroglyphic writing was familiar to her, but that she had forgotten how to read it. What the? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, at age seven, she saw pictures of the Temple of Seti in Abydos, Egypt, and claimed it was the building of what she had dreamed. This was age seven. Uh, um, yeah. I would have been like, what are you fucking going on about? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Ooh, that would freak me out. Mm-mm. Uh, this is my home, she told her parents. This is where I used to live. But why is it all broken? And where is the garden? Seeing a picture of the well-preserved mummy of Seti I, a late 13th century pharaoh, she claimed to have known him personally. And so this is where I was like, holy shit, they're talking about Seti I in The Mummy. The Mummy. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So then at age 10, she noticed – or she was noticed by the eminent uh, Egyptologist E.A. Wallace Budge – of the British Museum, <laughs> who agreed to teach her hieroglyphics. Refused? No, he agreed. Where did I get refused? I was yeah, ready to uh, be mad. No, yeah, he agreed Anyways. to teach her. Whoa, cool. Yeah, so she learned uh, how to do that. Um, and after a close escape during a bombing raid during World War One, she moved to her grandmother's house in Sussex. Here she continued her study of ancient Egypt at the Eastbourne Public Library. And at 14, she experienced a nighttime vision, a nighttime, what the fuck did I say? Uh, At 14, she experienced a nighttime vision of Seti I, who is also the father of Ramses II. And when she dreamt of him, or when she saw him, he had an expression of somebody in hell who had suddenly found a way out. What? Isn't that scary? It gave me a fucking that chill. That sounds scary. Yeah, yeah no. We. Oh, God, that scared me. They belong there. They stay there. Oh, God. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, she also had a reoccurring dream in which she and other Egyptian women and girls lay on rush mats in an enormous room, and an old man carrying a lamp checked to see if they were in their proper places. And in a subterranean mm-hmm. chamber, a high priest interrogated her and beat her when she refused to answer. <gasps> yeah, this that's some fucking very detailed dreams. Yeah. Uh. Uh, her behavior coupled with sleepwalking and the nightmares led her to be incarcerated in sanatoriums several times. And this was all before she was 16. Uh-uh. Yeah. On leaving school at 16, she visited museums and archaeological sites around Britain, facilitated by her father's investigations into the nationwide booming cinema industry. Uh, She became a part-time student at Plymouth Art School and began to collect affordable Egyptian antiquities. At the age of 27, she began working in London with an Egyptian public relations magazine for which she wrote articles and drew cartoons that reflected her Polkat support for an independent Egypt. During this time, she met her husband, Iman Abdel, an Egyptian student with whom she continued to correspond when she returned home or when he returned home. In 1931, she moved to Egypt after Iman, by now a teacher of English, asked her to marry him, enabling her to obtain Egyptian citizenship. On arriving to Egypt, she kissed the ground and announced she had come home to stay. Ooh, isn't that weird? Well, that is weird. Uh, The couple stayed in Cairo and welcomed a son who they named Seti. Uh, from which came her popular name, Amseti, which means mother of Seti. So, yeah, so now she, rena- she renamed herself. I think other people called her that. Like, I think that's just like a thing oh. they do or they <laughs> did. I don't know if they still do that. Um, but so now that's what she went by, like up until from then on until she died. That's what she went by. So I'm going to call her that for the rest of this instead of Dorothy. Okay. 
Um, by Om Seti's account, the spirit of Seti I made more visits and was seen by family members and others. Uh, she often came up at night. Oh my God. <laughs> she often got up at night and wrote in hieroglyphics, telling her husband she was writing down details of her past life that a being named Horus was in di- or dictating to her. Mm-mm. Yeah. In her head? Yeah. Like she was dreaming. Uh, I guess either she was dreaming or she was like having these visions of Horace talking to her, telling her. So is this like reincarnation? Or you're going to, you're probably going to get to that, huh? Yes. At the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. My bad. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll second, like it. It's actually in a second. It's about to come up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the story given to her was as follows. Uh, she was born to a soldier and a vegetable seller who named her uh, Brinteshit. I think that's how you say it, uh, meaning harp of joy. When her mother died when she was three years old, uh, she was given to the Temple of Abydos, where she was raised as a priestess. At 12, she became a consecrated virgin. At 14, she was noticed by the young King Seti who was visiting the temple. They fell in love and they had a short affair. Found to be pregnant, she was interrogated by the high priest and beaten when she refused to answer. A scene that corresponded to her childhood nightmare. Eventually, she confessed that her lover had been the king and to spare him embarrassment, committed suicide. But she remained in love with him and was happy when his spirit joined hers between incarnations. So she was basically the reincarnation of uh, Ben Treshet, who was this priestess that Seti I was having an affair with, I guess. But not until she hit her head, right? Or like, yeah, not she didn't remember any of this shit until she hit her head. Or, well, I don't know, maybe she died, right? Yeah, she died. Or according to the doctor, she was dead. So yeah, (laughs) the the lady that passed was like okay see and she took her body Mm -hmm. what if that's what happened but apparently that's what happened maybe yeah maybe but apparently according to horace uh bintresha and seti the first they find each other in like every lifetime they have what yeah because they are happy whenever they finally get to see each other but sometimes, yeah, but sometimes they don't meet each other in, like, these incarnated life. lifetimes. Yeah. Like, this one, she never meets him. She never sees him unless it's in the vision. It's just her by herself, but she remembers all this shit or whatever. So this part, like, this, her killing herself because she doesn't want to embarrass him or, like, mm-hmm. have anything happen or whatever is... Mm-hmm. Kind of like the the mummy, like the mistress of Seti the First kills herself, but because she's in love with the high priest, whatever his name is. Whoa. But um, and in this, the high priest does try to reincarnate her into that lady, uh, Evelyn, the the white lady that's in that movie with uh-huh, Brendan uh-huh. Fraser. He tries to bring her back through that lady. So I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Okay. So. um, Whoa, that's wild. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, this is like kind of loosely based on this shit. Yeah. And it's also Evelyn in the movie that awakens Imhotep. So. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, so then, yeah, so she writes all that shit down, but, like, in hieroglyphics. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she meets, by chance, the secretary of George Reznor, who was an American archaeologist of ancient Egypt. And uh, the secretary commented on her apparent ability to charm snakes and told her that spells on snake charming were in early ancient Egyptian literature. Yeah, um, in the documentary that I was watching, she said that she had like a little desk set up in one of the rooms and one of the temples, like in the ruins. And because she was like doing research and shit in there. 
and that a snake, it was a, I guess it was a king cobra, was like, it would greet her every day and she would talk to it. And it never tried Ooh. to, it never tried to like get at her or anything. It would just sit there in the room with her. Spiritually and, connected. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, what are you, okay. Yeah, that's like a reach, right? Yeah, I was like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, okay, anyways. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a lot in here that I'm like, okay, but we can talk about that at the end. Um, uh, so she was able to visit the Fifth Dynasty Pyramid of Unas, uh, and Egyptologist Klaus Baer recalled her piety when she accompanied him on a visit to Saqqara in the early 1950s when she brought an offering and took her shoes off before entering Unas's pyramid. Mm. So they talk about that, like, I mean, she was already, she was already, like, knowledgeable of how they did things back in mm-hmm. ancient times. So, I mean, she could have just done it out of respect. But he made it sound mm-hmm. like she did it because it was like a, like a, what's the word? Like, it was like a habit to do. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, study continued to report apparitions and out-of-body experiences during this time, which caused friction with the upper-middle-class family she had married into. So she and her husband divorced in 1936. So she moved uh, to a village near the Giza pyramids with her son and found work with the Egyptian Department of Antiquities, which was the start of a long career in Egyptology. She participated in digs, made copies of artwork, and authored papers working with the leaders in the field. In 1952, uh, Amseti made her first visit to Abydos, which was where the temple was in her dreams. Uh, mm-hmm. At the temple that Seti had built, she said she felt as if I'd walked into a place where I'd lived before. And in a test set by the chief inspector of the Egyptian Department of Antiquities, she claimed to have been able to locate uh, certain scenes depicted on wall murals in pitch darkness. She also marked the location of the garden, she recalled, where a dig later revealed ancient tree stumps. She remained. Yeah. See, there's a lot of things that I'm like, "Eh, okay, but then there's shit like that. Lines up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, she remained in Abydos to the end of her life, helping with archaeological work at the Temple of Seti and other sites, and later working as a tour guide. In Abydos, she became close to the Egyptian industrial chemist and amateur Egyptologist Hani Elzini, to whom alone she confided her visitations by Seti. Elzini corroborated Amseti's knowledge of the location of the temple garden having witnessed the dig-up of an ancient stump there himself. He also reported that an Egyptian antiquity inspector confirmed Amseti's correct location of the garden and had been instrumental in the discovery of a tunnel running under the temple. Hmm. The inspector said to have added that her help would be indispensable for future archaeological work on the Abydos site. Hmm. Um, on April 21st, 1981, Amseti died and was buried in the desert near the local Coptic cemetery. Elzini recalled Amseti saying that the diary of Seti and a treasury are hidden somewhere underneath the temple of Seti. If so, they have yet to be discovered. And in a 2015 paper, archaeologist, oh shit. <laughs> Was doing so damn good, so damn good. You were. Uh, in a 2015 paper, archaeologist Nicholas Reeves argues from clues in wall artwork and decorations that the undiscovered burial chamber of oh, here we go again. I said it earlier perfectly. Uh, of Nefertiti consort and successor of the heretic pharaoh Akhenaten. Okay, one more time. Akhenaten lies Hmm. adjacent to the tomb of Tutankhamun. Amseti at least partly inspired this notion as Reeves quotes her in the epigraph. 
Uh, now about the tomb of Nefertiti, Amseti continued, sounding a bit hesitant. I did once ask his majesty, Seti I, where it was, and he told me, he said, why do you want to know? And I said, I would like to have it excavated. And he said, no, you must not. We don't want anything more of this family known. But he did tell me where it was, and I can tell you this much. It's in the Valley of the Kings, and it's quite near to the Tutankhamun tomb. But it's in a place where nobody would ever think of looking for it. She laughed. And apparently, it's still intact. Um, I think they also mentioned that in Whoa. The Mummy. Like, they say, like, that the tomb that they're looking for in that movie is in the Valley of the Kings. I think they say almost exactly what she said. Uh, so, she also appeared in two television documentaries produced shortly before her death, Amseti and Her Egypt, and... Egypt Quest for Eternity. So this one, this is the one that I watched, the Egypt Quest for Eternity. And this one shows Mm -hmm. her celebrating her 77th birthday and scenes of her using a walker around the Temple of Abydos were towards the end. It was really weird watching her walk through there like that. Like Mm -hmm. It's this ancient-ass building and then she's got this little walker with the two little tennis balls at the bottom. Walking through. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but this was her last visit to the temple. She died three days later from that filming. Yeah. Wow. Yep. But that's the story of Dorothy Eady or Amseti. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a little extension of the reincarnation story that I, or episode that I did, Mm -hmm. uh, like a month or two ago. But Whoa. yeah, it was really freaking crazy when I <laughs> saw this shit and I was reading it. Uh-huh. She, I bet. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that I was like, I mean, she could have, she's been obsessed with this shit since she was little. Like she could have known a lot of that stuff. But there's some things that she knew, like, and all of these archaeologists and Egyptologists like held her to these high standards because she knew all of these things that they would have never been able to know if it wasn't for her. And she knew all this shit was like hiding, you know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they could explain, like how to explain that. Right. I mean, do you think that it ever has to do with like magic or like, not magic, but like um, the universe like having that happen on purpose like it's like meant for certain people to i think so or through the lifetimes i think so and i think like it had to happen specifically to her so that they could so that she would be able to do all this work you know what i mean yeah yeah well cool that was a fascinating story thank you i'm glad you liked it i did um Egyptian stuff is so the history of all of that is just so cool to me. Uh, yeah, dude, I it, love that shit. It's up there with like the dinosaurs for me. Like not to compare the, uh like a civilization to just like dinosaurs, but I mean like if I could go back and like see what was going on, that would be really cool. Yeah. I love ancient Egypt stuff. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. If you want to watch that Egypt Quest for Eternity, it's on YouTube. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It's old as shit, but I mean, I mean it's like in the 80s, so yeah. But Oh, really? Yeah, it's old, but uh it's not like terribly bad. It really reminded me of like the early National Geographic stuff. Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah, so did I. I wonder when those kinds of things stopped. Like they changed. Oh, very yeah. Over I still here. watch them. The nature one, the nature documentaries on Netflix, I watch those all the time. Dude, what was that collection of stuff that would come on? Like, it would be a commercial to order, like, to subscribe, and it was, like, always animal stuff. Was it Zoo? It's called Zoo Books? Yeah, it was Zoo Books. Look that shit up. Okay. Well, actually, right now, because it's been bothering me, because I was like, I always wanted that, but I just, I loved the uh, commercials. Um, My cousins, my aunt would get them for my cousins, and so that's the only way that I ever read that shit. Wow, I've never heard of anyone actually. Oh my god, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is Zoo Books. 
I love I've it. never heard of anyone actually subscribe like to that. Yeah, I never imagined that we would and or that I would ever get to see them, but my aunt subscribed in the fucking nineties whenever that shit was a thing. But how sweet of her. Yeah. That's really cool. I would read all of them. Every time I'd come to San Angelo to visit her, I would uh read them. Oh, all. I'm lying. I'm crazy because my aunt had a bunch of highlights books, oh but I don't God. know if those work the same. I think they did, did those get like shipped like every month or something? I think so. I didn't I ever. Those. I don't mm. remember how I ever saw those at school. Maybe. Maybe they just she uh gave them all to me, and I had a ton. <laughs> I think I left them with my mom. I told her to save them, but they were so much fun when I was younger. Yeah. I would do like the little puzzles, and mm-hmm. I would get ideas from like whenever kids would sub- like submit their drawings and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, aw, memories. That reminds me of the Nickelodeon magazine commercial now too. Nickelodeon. You kn- were you too young for that? Probably. I I like going back and watching commercials on YouTube, though. You should watch the Nickelodeon magazine commercials. They were amazing because they made me – they were, like, really – So fun. They Interactive. Made me, well, they made me want to ask my mom to buy it. <laughs> Charismatic, maybe. Or like, yeah, I don't know. It was always just watch so it fun and wild. Yeah. It's like whenever parents were telling their kids not to be so hyper on TV, all you saw was hyper kids. Oh, Absolutely. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe not so much anymore. Yeah, so now everyone it, acts accordingly, but back then everyone was, it was fucking just, It was fun. There were no rules for what to wear either, and that's what I liked about that. You want glitter, glittery hair clips and glittery t-shirts? You can do it. Now <laughs> you can't. Not fair. Um. Well, speaking of commercials, I started watching this thing on YouTube. There's a few compilations of weird and disturbing commercials that were allowed to be aired oh dude and, uh, yeah they're creepy commercials or like really dark like if it's like a car accident commercial or something mm-hmm. they used to and some of them are like foreign so they're from other countries where they don't have certain like graphic content rules or anything so i've i watched a few of those they're pretty weird there was one that was like um it was introducing a new like um cleaner for like tubs like bathroom Mm -hmm, cleaner mm -hmm. it was like remember the residue left behind um with other cleaners is blah 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 is bad and it's pretty much like a bunch of suds with eyes and this woman's getting in the shower and they're like creepily watching her and like whistling and like saying all these weird things i know it was really weird it felt very violating and it was like so make sure you use this tub cleaner instead because it doesn't leave anything behind and i was just like that's so weird that sounds vaguely familiar hmm. oh there's like a list on youtube you can watch of like weird i've done it before it's there's fucking weird ass shit the toaster strudel commercial from like 2012 was terrifying that kid was scary as fuck oh my god do you have a favorite commercial that you remember seeing as a kid hmm I, oh, Every well, time it came on, it just, it came, or it just came on a bunch, so you like have it memorized. It there wasn't one from whenever I was a kid. I think I was like already like a uh, eighteen or some shit. The one, the pure one ones with like, uh, <laughs> there's a lady walking up to like a glass, like margarita glass set, uh-huh. and as she's getting closer, the margarita glasses are like party 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 and then as soon as she gets like super close they're like party and they, like freak out and she like gets super excited and dude that one was my favorite for the longest time oh cool and the the lady with all the <laughs> i don't remember what it was for i don't remember what the brand was or whatever but like this chick she was like a server and she had a vest full of like the buttons like you know like fucking whenever you worked at applebee's like there was like a bunch of shit all over your vest like whenever you went up yeah so this lady was like covered her vest was covered in all kinds of shit and she does this little like funky shoulder dance thing and she's like how my funky party people doing or some shit and i don't know why i don't know why it made me laugh every fucking time and the tide (laughs) pin one with the drill sergeant was fucking hilarious. That one still makes me laugh. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that one up. Dude, it is fucking funny. 
Man. I, I can't. Marshals I'm are wild. Just think about it. Just make it. They save all the good ones for the Super Bowl, especially probably now. They're probably those Super Bowl ads are going to be worth more than ever, considering that there's only going to be uh, audiences watching on the television instead of at the games. Good, yeah. Um. Anyway, so with commercials, I don't really think I remember any from when I was really young, but the ones that pop out to me from memory are the. She had an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. What was that for? Yo plate yogurt. Oh, what? I'm pretty sure it was yogurt. That is hilarious. Double check. But I just remember that saying. And then I remember the. What the. What did she say? What the French toast? And then the other one's like, you. What did she say? Lint licking. Oh yeah, you lint the liquor. They're not, <laughs> they're not saying like the bad words. Yeah, that one is a good so one too. Yeah, savage. Um, always love those Kia hamsters. Those little Kia Soul hamsters. Oh my god, I forgot about those. Uh, wait, Six Flags. The old guy dancing. Oh to no, the that one was annoying as shit. I just remember it because it come on so much in the mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. And you like beg your parents, can you please go? Now I know why we didn't go. It's expensive as hell to go to those places. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to be after COVID. We shall see. Yeah. Um, oh, whoops. Do you remember any of the commercial like sayings? Like, oh, 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 oh. Oh, Lord. And that J.G. Wentworth song. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. I was living. I saw a TikToker redo the credit connection or free college connection. (laughs) Oh, my. Those are really bringing me back. No. Jesus Christ. Oh, I know. I don't watch commercials as much these days. I'm so spoiled with, like, ad-free this and that. but. Same. But if I were to watch TV, I'm sure it would just be different. Maybe not bad because people, you know, they know marketing and they know it works, but it's changed, I'm sure. Yeah. Over the years. Yeah, I don't know um, how I would feel about having to watch it all the time, though. Yeah, for real. But anyway, that was an interesting little thing down memory lane. TikTok is really m- making me remember a lot of stuff that I forgot about as like a kid. Is TikTok still a thing as of today? Um, I was on it this morning, so yeah. I was why are they Well, when I went home this weekend, they the news was saying that TikTok wasn't going to be available for download. I didn't know if that meant like if you already have it or not. Yeah, oh, well, look, I can still Okay, yeah, I just opened it. So I guess that was a bunch yeah. of was a Oh my god, fingers crossed. You might I just had Jessica get it. Jessica's the new my new friend at work. I she finally budged cuz I was showing her like there's more to it than just what she probably thinks. Mhm. Yeah. Just like I told you, it took you forever yeah, to get on there. It did. <laughs> and look at that. It inspir- inspired you to uh, try a new craft there. It did. You are not Uh-oh. wrong. Look at that. I, I'm i psychic lately, I think. Yeah, but you still <laughs> – you know. need to not say that kind I'm of shit like, to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I need to knock on wood again because – We've been playing it safe lately, and that just undid everything, no matter what. Yeah, look at precautions. Perfect. <laughs> I'll get shit on again. I started watching a movie called Hesher last night. I'm about to finish it. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt so much, and Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight on uh, The Office. Yeah. Hesher's it's a it's about this kid. His mom just died in I think it was a car accident. I need to. I'm gonna start it from the beginning, but. Um, all of a sudden this guy with super long hair who's super metal, he's like blasting his death metal in his like big van, parks in front of his house and is like, act like I belong here or else I'll kill you. Oh, and he just starts God. living there. And it's oh. so weird, but it's so funny. And what is it called? Hesher. That's also on Tubi. Tubi has had my attention the last few days. I don't, Jeremy has Tubi. Oh, it's free, girl. I know. You, but you don't has, even have to log in. But it has commercials and that irritates me. Oh, see, here we go. <laughs> it has too many commercials. Like, just play one at the beginning and one at the end. We're good. I think we should ask everyone how they felt about that uh, fun fact at the beginning. 
Yeah. Okay, guys. Because we, I mean, we totally want to introduce things into our episode segments and stuff. So if, you know, whatever you thought about that, unless you just like when we just, you know, babble about nothing. And then get right into the story. Like, whatever you want to do. Like, if you want to hear us talking for longer than we should, just let us know. We can do it. <laughs> we do. We have more to say. Trust me. Um, but also, uh, I also want to know if anybody knows what the heck if that if they've if anybody has known that fact because I didn't know. That oh fact. yeah, that's facts specifically. And if you can like give us a little information on if that's true or not, because I <laughs> don't remember. You didn't check it before you just came. Honestly, I did check it. I just don't remember what I came up with like I don't remember what the answer was okay it would be a little guessing game (laughs) yeah and I just said it because I was like ah fuck it at least we'll get some sort of feedback people love whenever like our people are wrong that's the only time they come out oh yeah correct us come out come on out come on out come out come out wherever you are fucking scared i liked i said it i was channeling lestat from queen of the damned when i said that Ooh, yes i could see it for sure mm-hmm. the little librarian ew yeah that was yeah that was fucked up that wasn't good sorry I need to. I want to watch that and interview with the vampire again. I want to watch that too. Ooh, there, there's more, right? Oh wait, people watch True Blood for that. Uh, what is it? True Blood was good, but up until a certain ex- point, and I was like, that's enough. True Blood was sex. The sexual TV show before Game of Thrones was. The yes, TV it was. Show. I love True Blood. True Blood's on um, HBO Max. Never watched it. All these streaming services, man. I love every single one of them. No more, because people are, um, they would want to pay more to skip the long line at the amusement parks, and now they're willing to pay more to have ad free. Mm-hmm. Do what you wish. I don't know why I'm complaining about that. It, doesn't it sound like I'm complaining? I'm mm-hmm. not complaining. I'm just, st- I'm just showing. You know, now we have things that are easy, easier to get a hold of. I guess, like you can say, yeah. I'm acting like I'm old and I had to do all that for years. And so now I'm mad about it. It's like, if I had to wait in line, you have to wait in line. I hate when people say that shit. Like, I'm sorry that that happened to you, but fuck off. I, I'm going to make me, it convenient buddy. for myself. So get out Take of here. Take it up with the, 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 the man over there, like the, the man in charge. Yeah. So. Anyways, all right, cool. Yeah, so um, factoid of the day. Ew, I hate that I said that. Definitely taking that out. Fact of the day is new as of today. Today is September something. It's a Monday, and uh, this can come out on Friday. Cool, cool. Okay, so yeah. Abby, I, you're like make your, you're like a middle aged scientist, like a nerd. <laughs> I would love to. I wish that people would put on plate. I guess that's what improv is. Um, but like, I'm so, I'm so nervous. I just, I've never been into an acting class or anything. Mm-hmm. And when people do improv, it's so entertaining and so impressive, but let's like get into characters and like do fun stuff. Like I could totally do that. That'd be so cool. I feel like I could do it on here. I would, I honestly wanted to be an actress, but I have extreme, what's the word? Social anxiety. No, uh, stage fright. There it is. I can't Dude, do it. You should write. People. You should write us a play, and then we'll just act it out on here together. You can email me my part. Uh, <laughs> we should do it. That actually, How fun does that yeah, sound? that actually does sound really fucking fun. Let's do it for October. You can make like a scary, uh, a scary story, and it doesn't have to be. It's gonna be stupid, like so. You don't pressure, put too much pressure on yourself. Like mm-hmm. make it. Don't try so hard. Like, just have fun with it, and then don't even – you don't even have to have a direction you're going with it if that's what you want to do. Interesting. That does sound like something I It could just be like do. a come up come up with it as we, as we go along kind of thing. That yeah, improv over podcast. That sounds great. Oh, my great. God. Is that a thing? I honestly feel like it might be, like the improv podcast. That sounds familiar. Guys, let us know because I am down nobody, to, nobody's to gonna help say shit. that story. No one's going to say shit, but you know what? We're going to do it anyways. 
We're giving you the option to, t- to tell us. People like Abigail, I am going to do Disney theme. Holy shit. I'm going to throw up. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. I just got so <laughs> It's the start of something new. Okay. So... We, I was going somewhere else with that, I feel like. I thought you were going to be like, what the fuck does he say? Uh, I'm the leader. I say when to go. <laughs> Here we go. Um, damn it. What was I going to say? We're going to do a little story. Go back and forth. Oh, oh, okay. So somewhat of something similar that I've seen recently was, did you see that they did a Fast Times at Ridgemont? Dane Cook is trying to come back. I'm sorry, man. You stole mm. some jokes. Took a hiatus. You're back, you know, a few pounds heavier. We're not judging. You got that dad bod going on. You're having people table read Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and I'm here for it because Shia LaBeouf was chosen to be one of the actors to do it, and he is hysterical because I came across that on TikTok. But the full table reading is on YouTube, and I'm saving it. Um, But uh, Matthew McConaughey, Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, and Brad Pitt. We had a steamy selection there. Excuse they're all together me? in the Zoom room awkwardly. You know they're looking at each other being like, you look pretty good. Don't do days. this to me. Don't do it. I know. So many people are so hopeful. You know that – come on. They have to have hooked up a little bit don't between – put that – don't do that. His separation and now. Dude, how petty do you think you would be if you were Jennifer Aniston after the mm-hmm. all this? I'd be like, came out "Fuck with- you! I got fucking better things to do than your fucking cheap ass." Right? And then she's probably like, "Wow, I'm so glad that their marriage freaking sucked anyway." After he left me for Angelina, mm-hmm. all that for what? Was it worth it, Brad? Was it? Mm, it's my pettiness coming out there. I'm gonna go do some crunches and do an Avino ad. <laughs> <feel> better. <laughs> She's going to put out a fire on stage. <laughs> Is that what she did? At the Emmys yesterday. Oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. The Emmys already came and went. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, apparently it was. I haven't kept up with anything. Weird, but I don't, I didn't watch it. I just saw the shit on BuzzFeed this morning. Great. If they're doing an audience free thing, then that was probably awkward because they can't feed off of the laughter of the audience. Yeah, it was. And Jimmy Kimmel was really fucking weird, too. So he was the host. Annoying. Didn't he just get in trouble for something? How did he still... How was he still able to host that? Was it for... I don't know. I have no idea what he... I don't know. I'll have to look it up. My dad was mentioning... He always loves to bring drama my way if it's somebody... <laughs> um, Because he loves whenever I get all like, oh, God, no, that's horrible. Or whatever. <laughs> I miss him. He All right. To, well, we're going to wrap it up before it give just you the keeps going. The what? Jeez, it's short for the cheese man. Don't ever say that again. What? Me and Kelly call it the cheese. From your parents? You want the cheese from your parents? No, I'm saying just cheese man in general. Okay. Well, keep that between you and Kelly. You guys can have it. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> I think I say it to Ema too, and I'm sure April Kelly's sister says it. All too, right, good. You have enough people that's a to thing. use that. I'm sorry. Oh, but people can say, "Ooh, spill the tea." I got the cheese, yes, bitch. You can. That's okay. That's gonna replace the tea. Then we'll, well have a you vote. can bring the tea, and I'll bring the cheese. I prefer cheese. Okay. Well, I, actually, that's hard because hold on a minute. Would you have to? Would you want it to be cheese or tea? I say both. Pour the tea. I say pour the tea. And I also say, I have cheese. To please your future in-laws, you must demonstrate <laughs> a sense of poise and dignity. Dude, we're going to so do Disney. I can't wait. Dude, are you? so you're going to make us – okay, that's kind of easier then. That's kind of genius. You can make us a character that already exists, mm-hmm. but it'll just be our version of that character. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. freaking brilliant. Instead of me having to take on an entirely different – because we know Disney pretty well. Like I know that people have been shitting on uh, Disney fan, adult Disney fans lately. But you know what? Oh, they can fuck we're right not off. That crazy. We're not that crazy, but we we do pretty. We know our shit pretty well. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so we're gonna wrap it up there. Look forward to uh, October for our. Uh, we'll have to come up with something. Well, I don't even know what to call it because we just came up with this random. 
Mm-hmm. So who knows? Whatever we end up calling it, wait for that and make sure you're um, subscribed to all of our um, social media platforms. We have a Twitter, we have Instagram, and we have uh, oh well, we have an email, but that's for if you want to submit any listener stories, which we still are accepting mm-hmm. and getting. So that's good. Thanks, guys. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you thought of our show, and yeah, keep on listening and. Keeping it creepy. Thanks, guys. So, did we give you the creeps? 